on you. Maybe I don't want to be quiet, huh? Yeah. I've been quiet for 453 shows. Maybe this show I don't really want to be quiet. You're not supposed to do this. Oh, man. This is one of a kind, this network. No rules. No rules. Here we go. Oh, we got three. Hmm. Good Friday morning, guys. Jerry Miller here on Real Talk with Keith Smith. Thank you kindly for joining us. Downtown Charlottesville is rain. I don't see Noah, the ark, or two giraffes, two bears, two koalas, or two iguanas, but I do see a Judah and a Keith. So that means Real Talk with Keith Smith is live on a 10:15 time slot here on the I Love Seaville Network with so much to cover on the program. I have so much paperwork from hours of pre-production planning <laughs> on this show and on this network for this fine and fair program. Keith Smith, two shot. My friend, you walk from the Market Street parking garage to our studio next to the grocery store on Market Street in downtown Charlottesville. Talk to us about what you experienced. Your, all hair's, I know, uh, your hair's still in perfect, all I know perfect is, shape. All I know is I saw two ducks looking at me going, what the F? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but there was two ducks going, what the How F? How does your hair stay perfect, Keith Smith? Oh, oh, thank you for asking, Jerry Miller. Keith Smith. Uh, are we talking hair secrets here? No, I'm, he walked in the rain. has got no problem with the do. Look, well, ladies and gentlemen. But I had a hood. I've got mm. my April rain mm. uh, jacket, fancy jacket I bought out in Seattle because that's what you need to wear over there because they have 300 of these days every day. Um, I don't and, see how they can do it. You know, God bless them. That's, that's, you know, I guess that's why there's a lot of breweries and coffee shops and stuff like that. So how's your day going so far? Oh, it's Mr. going fantastic, man. The Friday edition of Real Talk, one of my favorites. We yep. can um, get perspective from you, the viewer and listener, and weave it into the program. Scotty Moe, Scott Morris watching the program. Hey, Scott. As we uh, are uh, talking literally right now. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see, you know, the, the I word has become such a common word, inventory, in this market, that I'm getting asked the question, I'm not even a realtor at places around town. So it's funny you should say that because this was not on my topic, but I did a group ride. Uh-huh. At like Bicycle? My, pardon? Bicycle? Yes. Okay. Uh, on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, half a dozen maybe a little bit more than that, riders on it. And these were first new group ride. Hey, we're going to do dirty miles, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, everybody starts, hey, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? And I, do, and I said, yeah, I'm, I'm in the real estate space. And I say for 30 miles it was, so tell me about the market. Yeah. Tell me about inventory. Tell me about that. And uh, you, you guys know. can talk while riding in the packs like that? Without bugs coming into your mouth, you ever catch a, a nice little mosquito or a nice little yeah, it's horse pro- fly? It's protein. It's protein. I don't have to take an energy Ooh. bar. It's okay. It's protein. Shoot it up. It's good to go. Yeah. No. Uh, so uh, uh, what happened with me because these are there happen to be all guys, but these are gentlemen that are twenty plus years younger than me. Okay. So they're keeping a pretty steady, steady pace. And You're with so, the young bucks. And, and I may have been breathing heavy, so try to talk and, and breathe at the same time. It becomes oh, a bit, it becomes uh, a bit of a, uh, bit of a, bit of a challenge. And then, of course, all the wise you-know-whats say, oh, let's slow down for the old man, and they slow down. And, but the point is... It's Chris it's, Fairchild in this group? No. Okay. I'm trying to get him in. But You're he, trying to get him to buy a bike. I'm trying to get him a bike. He Come won't on, do Chris. It. He won't do it. You know, I, I, I told him I would donate to his bike purchase. Oh, he doesn't need you to donate to I know to that. His That's bike. the reason why I said that. Come on, Big C. 
But in any event, uh, so it's interesting. So, you know, these half a dozen, eight guys in this case, uh, so tell me about the market. Tell me what's going on and all this stuff. And, and it's, it's an interesting thing because you're almost this, this never goes away, right? There's, you're always on and, it, and it's interesting. Um, I, I, yesterday I was like, oh man, I'm tired of talking about inventory. I'm sure people are tired of listening to it and blah, 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 blah. And I was going to go ahead and come up with a couple of memes. I was searching on, uh, what's this thing called? Google? Yeah. This thing yeah. called Google? The interwebs. Right? Google? The interwebs. Uh, some memes, you know, some fun stuff just to have a little bit of fun today. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, you know, we're, we're seven days a week, folks, even on a bike ride at uh, five o'clock at night mm-hmm. for 30 miles. I was talking about real estate for a two hours, two-hour bike ride. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, the inventory is not going to pick up. And a statistic from the Wednesday edition of Real Talk with Keith Smith has resonated throughout this community, the all-cash offer stat. Oh, yeah, that yeah. I, oh, my gosh. And you I, did that on Friday, I too. Put that, uh, yeah. I put that post up on Wednesday afternoon after yeah. your show. Talked about it on uh, I Love Seville credited real talk with uh keith smith on the i love seville show this statistic guys and this was as of wednesday keith did it live i did it live yeah the mayor responded i did not know that yeah the mayor say so i'll tell you what the mayor said but this is from the wednesday edition of real talk with keith smith all shows archived at real talk with keith smith.com 40 sizzle reels too sizzle reels as well as well as data evidently riz media says Data is important. Data is important. You know, I want to I want to give real talk with Keith Smith some props. Oh, stop it! For four years, you've been ahead of where the market has gone when it's come to positioning the brand. I want to talk a little bit. I'm, I'm going to try. You to know make, that, right? Thank you. I'm going to try to talk a little bit about new construction, but I'm going to let you finish because I, I think you're going to start seeing. You are seeing, and I think you're going to continue to see a pickup on new. Forty six percent of the residential real estate deals done in the city of Seville year to date have been all cash. Ninety one total deals, forty two cash. Yep. Almoral County. Here's Almoral County for you. Thirty two percent of the residential real estate deals done in Almoral County year to date have been all cash. 269 total deals in Almoral County, 87 cash. Recap, Charlottesville City, 46% all deals cash. Almoral County, 32% all deals cash. Year to date, that was as of Wednesday. And then I thought the tagline or the little lead that I wrote was very fitting. The competition is... him smiling. He's so happy. I love words. (laughs) The competition is fierce and flush. Flush? Yeah. I like that. Fierce and flush. So why do you think that is, right? We've been doing 453 shows. Why, why do you think, I mean, I think this is a rhetorical question for you, but why do you think that we, we're a little bit high year over year, right? So we're up on cash units uh, this year versus last year. What, well, what? I was going to, so Walt Davis Hall is watching the program and he commented on my post, mm-hmm. the fact that you taught us on Wednesday. A, to answer your question, the reason I think more people are buying with cash is because interest rates went up. Yeah. I mean, that's the logical answer. It's a logical answer. Yeah. 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 It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that if the interest rates go up, people may be more likely to deploy cash to buy real estate. 
Okay, when interest rates are, are low, people are thinking they can get a greater return on the market, stock market, or elsewhere with other investments than the 3% on a 30-year fix. So that's why they, they finance the purchase of a house when it's at three points. This is what Walt Davis Hall says, and I disagreed with him. Hmm. He says, just, it just shows that 46% of the people in Seville don't know how to invest. You never use liquid cash to buy real estate. You got a comment on that. I disagree with that comment. Uh, 1031 exchange is a perfect example of a disagreement there of why you would consider yeah, using Yeah, but in residential, cash. in the residential, residential world, that's fair. That's that, fair. That, He's talking residential maybe. Yeah. yeah. There's resi- no 1031s. Well, there is and there isn't, right? If you sell it less than two years, then yes, you, you, you run the risk of that. But most people will not sell unless there's some sort of, uh, you know, emergency or absolute need to go ahead and, and sell. Um, it's interesting. I want to give a shout out to the Erpies, right? Um, Yon and I sat down with them as our regularly, we regularly do on that uh, emergent financial. Um, and so Yona, and it's interesting, you know, Yona and I actually went back on our heels on this advice mm. because we historically mm. pay double mm-hmm. two to three times mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the amount. So in other words, if our monthly payment is X, we... Yeah, we, we disagree on this one here. We pay that. But what, he's, what, he, what they advised us to do was actually, instead of paying that money to that, put it into something that's making five or six or seven percent. Mm-hmm. And... You know, they're our trusted advisors, so we're going to give it a shot for a while and see how it goes. But, you know, our mentality is drive that, that, that amount of money that you owe the bank down as fast as possible to build, you know, you're building equity, but then your appreciation, mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm, that you, mm-hmm. you have going in that end of it. Look, um, it's which an interesting— I, Which is what we do. It's interesting um, because I think cash was around last year. They just didn't use it for the exact reason you talked about. The rates. Right. The rates. Um, I think you have to take a hard look at who the cash buyer is. So if the cash buyer has X dollars, right, but they're only using A, B, or C amount of it and keeping the balance in some sort of fund that's making money or that kind of scenario, I think you can do that. You also have to take a look at the generational stats. A lot of these buyers are boomers. And you have this definite mentality when you start going over about 60 years old, right? Okay, great. I want to live in a house. I don't have to pay anything. I don't have to pay a mortgage. I'm just paying my taxes and my insurances. I got enough of cash to go ahead and live. I don't have to worry about mortgage, and I move on, right? When you're a little bit younger, it's a little bit different because you're trying to build up that equity, right, so that you can get to that point that you're 60-something, with great hair, by the way. Great hair. (laughs) 60-something. Flawless hair. Flawless. And not impacted by the rain on the walk from the garage to the studio. It's not, but that was about a half a can of. But (laughs) (laughs) anyway. So, uh, yeah, so, you know, it's different. It's who it is, and and you're you're 100% right. But uh, we're going to keep a track on that. I actually figured out how to actually track that on Paragon so we can start tracking cash transactions. But I think, I think as interest rates come back down, you're going to see those trans, cash transactions drop down a, a little bit and financing going, going up a little bit. But it's a direct impact, I think, of interest rates. Uh, John Blair, welcome to the show. Hey, John, John, I'm going to bring up your post um, from Facebook um, from Wednesday that you left um, on my page of the all-cash offer mirage. The Wall Street Journal ran a good story. John Blair commented on, um, on, on a link that he wrote, he, he published in the comment section. He said there's a growing number of startup companies 
that put in an all cash offer in your name, yeah. then the startup actually purchases purchases the home and sells it back to you with a mortgage. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, well. So that's a that's a direct impact of a competitive market and a way to compete with all cash buyers. Correct, which is a direct impact of lack of inventory. Inventory, which is a direct impact of. No new construction coming in the ground. Which is but a direct I think impact of? Of, hey, this coffee is really good today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the doctor said I'm not supposed to drink this with the meds I'm on. I thought you would say something like elections matter. Elections always matter. A homage not just, to Neil Williamson. Not just cycle, but homage. actually we're going to add an extra word to that. Contested elections matter. Ooh. Right. Neil's going to like that. If it's not contested, then it really doesn't matter, to be frank with you. So contested elections, elections matter. But I think, um, so I, I've been digging into some new construction, henceforth the, the uh, oh. see, if I could do this without messing up the. Judah Wickhauer, we have a prop. Let's weave Judah in with Got the three sleeves, shots. Sleeves rolled up. Hold on a second. Let's, let's click. Oh. <laughs> so it's tight. You it's know. a smart hard hat. Huh? Do you got Keith on the hard hat on? He's huh? Li- huh? For those that are streaming in their vehicles or listen to the uh, audio version of the show, the star of this fine and fair talk show, Keith Smith of Real Talk with Keith Smith, is wearing a hard hat. And the hard hat has a Real Talk with Keith Smith logo on it. And it may pop off because it's... At any time. <laughs> at any time. But that is it by no means an indication of the quality of his construction or craftsmanship. The logo pops off. Hey, well, the door is still good. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's you a double... You fixed our door. I know, I saw that. It's Thank you. Good. So uh, it's a double-sided tape, so we'll see if it stays... It looks good. It stays up on there. So look... Uh, uh, so I, I've been digging into this because the some of the conversations around the, the water cooler in the industry and some of the conversations I'm having now is um, one in particular uh, is our, one of our fine sponsors, uh, Stanley Martin Homes, and other of the larger builders. They're out now sniffing around. So you remember like in November and December, it was like, oh, my God, new construction evaporated. This is horrible. You know, there was these um, uh, clickbait conversations going on. And we talked about it and said, ah, I'm not so sure that's going to happen in our marketplace. So it's happening in certain locations. So uh-huh. if, if you wouldn't mind, Judah, putting on slide number one, I'd, I'd appreciate it. Okay. Um, so this is just single-family detached homes. Um, and it's Albemarle Green, Fulvana. I lumped in Augusta. Uh, Waynesboro and Stanton into one and Louisa. And if you take a quick look at the at at the um, graphic there, there's only one county, which is actually my home county, that went down a little bit. It went down about five grand year over year. So the red color is is last year. The orange color is this year. YRP orange colors. Look at that. Look at that. that. Did that impress you guys? That was very very impressive. I noticed that. There you go. So, you know, uh, but Albemarle County, you know, got 125 grand uptick year over year. That's 16%. Green was 70%. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that in volume because you're, you're starting to see green pick up. So what I'm trying to get to here is what we've been talking about green county being the new construction mecca going forward i think you're going to see that 
The next one is Louisa. Louisa was up about 15%, so that was just almost the same as Greene County, almost the same as Albemarle County. These are single-family detached units uh, on it. There was really nothing of great substantial numbers for Nelson, our friends in Nelson, right? Um, so, you know, I've, I didn't want to go ahead and loop that in. But if you go to number two, Judah, so really this is single-family attached, there's only two players in the market at the moment. These are the units that are selling, which is Albemarle County and Augusta, Waynesboro, and Stanton. Or Staunton. Stanton? Staunton? I think both work. John will correct me. Both work. John will correct you. Um, I'm going to pivot here for a second. I was looking at a video of... Oh, the ADHD is kicking in. Kicking in. So my two-and-a-half-year-old granddaughter... Yeah has a Long Island accent. Okay. She was saying dog okay. and coffee. So anyway, I kicked in there for a second. My wife has a Long Island accent. And it's, isn't it very, still, isn't it a great accent? Still to this day has a Long Island accent. We'll go back to that in a second. Eight years. I've been gone out of there since I've been 18. And you still have the accent. Lived overseas for <laughs> half a decade. Married an Austrian woman, been living here since 1987. Okay, it just does not go away. It's, it's, it's just like, it's just like a French... But don't you find it endearing? It's just like a French accent. It's very pleasing to the uh, <laughs> ear, the Long Island accent. <laughs> it's almost the accent of a Romance language, the Long Island accent. Good save. No? <laughs> That's the first time I've ever heard a Long Island accent being, uh, being Sincerely connected. Sincerely mean that. Connect Sincerely Long Island, New York accent to that. Sincerely okay, back, that. back to the attached stuff. Okay. Uh, so you're not seeing it at the moment, not seeing anything in green, but you will. There's a, a substantial amount of projects. That, that I know. I can't. I keep missing it. I know. It's, why Samantha, do they make it clear, the straw? Uh, yeah. Well, okay. You, know, the, you can watch this. You can look down, look at the thing. I know. I try not to look down because I'm doing can. the show. So I, I'm, I'm going to be tracking this stuff, guys. I think you're going to start seeing new construction up a little bit. Uh, volumes are down like everything else. Yeah. On it. That's a different reason volume is down is because there's lack of inventory. I think is there any reason for new construction to make a push to get stuff done or get stuff in the pipe um, before this affordable housing um, criteria, new criteria comes into play? Or if it does even come into play, <coughs> does that influence the market or developers? So, so we got to be a little bit more specific. We're talking about Albemarle County. Yes, Albemarle County. Yeah. So, uh, yes. Which, let's, let's cut to the chase. That's where the most opportunity for development is in Almar County. Well, that's the whole purpose I was doing the numbers. I was yeah. trying to figure out where it was actually tracking, right? And we've been talking, you know, I've, I've, I've corrected myself. I was saying, uh, you know, Zion's Crossroads. And even though you're going to see some increase. And now green. And, and, and that, but green is really yeah. the, the rock star yeah. of it. And, and you're going, if we do a show, when we do the show a year from now, you're going to see the attached product the volume increased substantially in Greene County because there's projects that are in the ground, you know, projects that are getting ready to get built at the four or 500 unit range. Wednesday's show was the first time I heard you allude to Greene getting um, potential uh, NIMBY. NIMBY headwind um, down the road. Look, and, and you alluded to the many projects in the pipeline in Greene, and as these crack ground, those that are in Greene are going to be like, dude, pump the brakes. You, it's a it's a volume thing, right? It, and and it's out of sight, out of mind, right? Most 
people, you know, Neil, you and I, you know, we geek out and watch all the stuff that's in the pipeline. When we when we talk about pipeline, we're talking about, you know, stuff that's in either rezoning or just been, been rezoned and it's going through the construction process. Yeah. But the point I was trying to get at is November, December, January, if you would have sat down and had a cup of coffee with some of the folks in the development game, um, most of them were pumping the brakes, right? Because we were worried, they were worried about what was going to happen. And I was actually in these conversations going, guys, this is not the time to pump brakes. This is the time, you know, if you want to have product, you're going to see some slowdown. And you were right. I think I'm right, yeah. No, you were right. There's not enough inventory. If I, the inventory was coming on market or coming on market soon, it would sell. So you're, you going, to see, right. you're going to see, I think, some self-imposed pumping of brakes here in the next couple of months for the builders. And I think because their lot inventory is now dwindling. Their, their sales are increasing, right? And, and you kind of know that because, you know, the incentives that they used to be giving at the end of last year and the beginning of this year just evaporated. They're not there any longer, right? So that's usually an indicator of how the new construction market is going as these incentives, you know, uh, seller concessions is what we call them in the biz um one of the guys in the business the prince of pantops watching the program right now michael plecker one of the the shenandoah valley's finest backstops and michael plecker says keith smith does that hard hat have bluetooth and can you put it back on does it have bluetooth i don't think it has i don't know it's just really it's pretty legit though michael plecker it's uh so prince uh, of pantops what do you think of the prince of pantops uh what i what do i think of him yeah no, no. What do you think of the moniker, Prince of Pantops? I, it's two P's, so it works. Yeah. Two P's work. Two P's work. Yeah. Um, I didn't get a chance, so this is, this is raw data. Mm. I didn't get a chance to translate it into it. So he made me think about the other side of the mountain okay. and, you know, to the Waynesboro link. But so the single-family detached volume. Yeah. Number of units sold on the other side of the hill. This is Augusta, Waynesboro, Stanton, Staunton. Staunton. Coffee. I say Dog. Stanton. Stanton. Dog. Dog. I'm going to go Stanton. Stanton is how most people pronounce it. I say Stanton. <clears throat> so the single Stanton. family attached Stanton. sales Beautiful. year Dry. over year um, went up. So um, so they're, they're actually um, selling more. It's not a huge number. It's 11 versus 13. Uh, the same thing also happened with the with the um, attached product, Albemarle, and all this kind of stuff. That their volume went down, but the other side of the mountain, not only did the prices go up, but the amount of units being sold went up, which is indicative of. Look yeah, at him! Right wow, there. indicative. So if you're, just, if you're watching the, uh, just listening to the the I, audio I version stop. of the show, I was, I was just impressed. He, you had a uh, you missed a smile on Keith's face that was synonymous with what. Cheshire cat reaching into a sleeve of Ritz crackers so right next to a, from, uh, a tin of cheese whiz. How do we go from dog to indicative? <laughs> <laughs> what version of Alice in Wonderland are you reading? Now, don't everybody ask me what I it was means. I waiting for that. What, what did he say? I didn't hear it. What version of Alice in Wonderland are you reading? <laughs> uh, do you think many people even know the Cheshire cat reference? Probably not. Anymore. Probably not. I do. So, which is your favorite? That's a version? that's a generational gap, right? What's now. your favorite version? My favorite. version. And I hope of, you're on a three shot over there. My favorite version of what? Alice in Wonderland. 
version. And don't say the book. Movie. The, the Cheshire Cat is a fictional cat popularized by Lewis Carroll in Alice, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland and known for its distinctive, mischievous grin. Which is, can you do your distinctive, mischievous <laughs> grin? That's not it right there. Now he can't do it. That's Judy. That's kind of right like there. sizzle reel. Thing. I, I know, I know, like sizzle reel. Your favorite one is what? I'm not really sure. My favorite version? How many movie. versions Favorite are there? movie version of... How the, many versions of Alice in Wonderland are there? There's at least two I know of. There's the one with the Johnny Depp, and then there's the cartoon version from Disneyland back in the 60s. I mean, Judah... That's not you, a whole lot to choose from. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Gonna, Judah, I know, he always Can does somebody this. give I'll us go, a case study, please? I'll go, please? I'll go with the Johnny Depp one. <laughs> Why do you always do this? What? Ask questions? Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Why do you Back always to you? Okay, boys. <laughs> to, to quote Mazel Booker live on the show. Okay, boys. Oh, yeah. She was hilarious. The Fluvanna County Board of Supervisors. Yeah, she's retiring, which I'm sorry to hear. I've read an article about she, that. Um, either she or her husband have been on the Fluvanna County Board of Supervisors oh, for... Decades. Like, I think it's like 50 years. Yeah, decades. Very long period of, period of time. Yeah. That family has been involved in... Fulvana County politics for a very, very, very long time. So when does Green County, when do Green Countyans make the uh, comment, hey, 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 too much, too much? Well, it's... It it, hasn't happened yet. No, because it's a visual thing, right? Yeah. So There was resistance on glamping, though. There there was, which which one doesn't get. Right. But, you know, it's different. It's change. Folks are um, sometimes resistant to that. Uh, But you'll, you'll, you'll see the brakes getting attempted. I think it's already attempting to be pumped a little bit on any new projects going through Greene County. Um, but, you know, once, you know, it's out of sight, out of mind, right? It, it, we're all, once units start going vertical, a prime example, um, Colonial Circle at Fulvana County. So the apartments that are being built, there's one building that's framed in in the roof. The other one is almost. So there's a couple more units going in there. And and that same bike ride was, one guy says, well, when did that happen? Well, it's been going on for six years. So what's happening here is these projects have been in the pipeline for four, five, six years are now starting to come to fruition. There's another big word. There you go. It was indicative in fruition. Dude, you're on fire. It's the coffee. And it's, it's not even 10.50. I've learned that the meds I'm on, if they tell me not to drink coffee, I think they're lying to me. Yeah, Keith's <laughs> on them. meds. They said, don't drink coffee, don't drink boost. Does Keith listen? Eh. Well, eh. I tried it for a week, and it made Keith a cranky guy. How about this from Crystal Summers? I love your show. Hey, Crystal. Please wear more props. <laughs> the hat was absolutely fantastic. Right. Or should I say construction cap? What do you call it? Uh, anyway, more called, of them, It's please. called a hard hat. It's called a hard hat, Is she going to ask a construction question? Crystal, would you like um, him to dance like he was in The Village People, live on air? <laughs> 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 Young man... Judah, do you know the lyrics of the song? Can you sing them for us? Could you please ask the question of the of the viewer, please? No, that was her comment. Oh, she I loves was your a, hat. I thought there was a question. Yeah. I was all excited no. about answering She's a question. Me props on thank the you, hat. Thank, yeah, you, thank you, thank you, thank You're you, thank you. Getting props from a thank you, thank a pretty you. lady on See? the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I thought very you much. would like that more than a question. I I I, I do. Boys behave. Okay. I just hear people giving you props over here. Hold on a second. Okay, yeah, how about, how about exactly. this one from Jonathan watching the program? Why would new construction start now if they can't find labor and the land's more expensive than ever? 
Well, that's a great question. Um, <clears throat> so it depends on where it's in, a, in the process, right? So Colonial Circle, I know the project that uh, is getting ready to get started in Greene County. That's somewhere four to 500 units. It's mixed between towns and single-family detached, so attached and detached. was in the pipeline for many, 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 many years. So if a project starts now through the rezoning process and all that stuff, there's the, the spreadsheets or the bean counters are projecting that to get better four or five years down the road. So if they're looking at projects today, they're looking and they're prognosticating. Yes. Ooh, gosh. You're wearing a hard hat and you're using SAT. And I roll my sleeves up. $20 words. You rolled your sleeves $20, up. $20. With inflation, is it still $20? It's still $20. <laughs> um, I think normally the phrase is $5 words. Yeah, yeah. I forexed it. Yeah, got it. In my sense, about 50 cents worth. <laughs> but the... Um, what so, he's saying is it's a forward-looking market. If they're cracking ground now... This was work that was done years ago. That's exactly right. And if they're trying to get permitting now, this is a project that's not going to start for years down the road. Well, it's, So it's, today's it's, conditions are not indicative of projects starting. Yeah, so back to your question about Albemarle County, right? And, and, and if, if the developer incentives do not get dialed in, which I think it, they will. I think <laughs> they will. I think they will. I think they will. You know, you can twist that thing off and actually sip it without the straw. You know I, that, I can't right? find the straw in my Yeti over here. I keep um, it. Imagine when I was wearing the Robin mask. I truly could not. Remember you were sitting across from me on Halloween? I, like, poked myself in the highlight ten okay, times. I'm, I'm, old, I'm, I'm old, but I'm not that old that I don't remember. It's like six months ago, Keith. Do you remember that? <laughs> Jamie Turner, welcome to the program. He, uh, he's sharing a link from money.com, 10 states where it's now cheaper to build your own house than buy one. I'll get to that link in a matter of moments. <clears throat> Kevin Yancey's well, that's got why, a comment. That's why... That's why there's two reasons why in new construction... Well, I think that's why he's sharing the link. Uptaked, right? Yeah. One is the lack of inventory. The other one is, is you know, you, you could potentially buy equal on par. A year ago was the opposite, right? New construction was substantially more expensive than existing uh, sixting uh, numbers. This is a fantastic link, Jamie Turner. I'm legitimately reading this for the first time on the program. This is from uh, money.com. This year, so it's relative. Actually, I would say it's very fresh. It's two months old, this link. What the research says, keep this in mind. Here are the 10 worst states for building, meaning the median priced homes cost less than building a similar new home. Yeah, we're not one of them. We are not one of them. Yeah, I, no. I don't even have to look at that article, and I know we're not no. one, we're not one of them. Here are the 10 best states for building on the difference in cost compared to buying. We are on that list. The 10 best states for building, Virginia, 96G difference for building versus buying. Number one, Cali, 205 Delta. Makes sense. Colorado makes and sense. That's two, and that's two months old data, right? Yeah. Probably gotten larger. Uh, uh, you're seeing this. You're seeing the market moving west to east, right? Yeah. Uh, I, you could potentially uh, see this time next. This time there's just some of a reverse on it. But look, the, the reason Cali's so expensive, dirt's expensive. Regulatory requirements are off the charts expensive. This is fantastic information. Virginia, our state, in the country is one, two, three, four, fourth best state to build, where the delta between building and buying. 
96,000 in favor of building. Yeah. Yeah. So basically it. saying it's more affordable to build a house. And and the where matters, right? Number one is location, right? The where matters. The reality is in this area, where are you going to build a house there? Well, it's going to be Green County, right? It's going to be Green County. It's There's look- choice lots you can build. So what's going to happen, I think, is is th- there's the other side of the hill, right? We, yeah. We've proved that. They've actually went up in number of sales. They went up in value year over year, quarter over, or year to date to year to date. And you're going to see Green County, the volume in Green County dropped. But that's because there wasn't product to sell, right? So I can tell you by the end of this year, the beginning of next year, when these developments are, are finished, like, for instance, Colonial Circle, right? They've been... They've been doing the horizontal development for this year. We'll continue the rest of this year before you're going to get any new construction, single-family attached and detached, to actually buy, right, on that end, which would put it close to seven, between seven and eight years between when the project actually started and when somebody actually can buy something. But let's face it, Fulvana's not going to have any new colonial circles anytime soon. It's not going to happen. Well, you don't have the political capital here. You straight up had one of your most influential supervisors on your show saying there's going to be no more new construction in Fluvanna. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. The, 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 the business isn't going to go there, right? The, 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 the for-profits and the non-profits, and you're going to start seeing the non-profit affordable housing, uh, housing affordability providers start looking in these surrounding County. Kevin Yancey, who, I mean, I call him the king of Waynesboro. We might as well call him the, uh, the uh, ambassador of Augusta County. He says they got 10x the dirt in the area to build. 10x the dirt. They have a favorable um, political process, local political process on it. They have the infrastructure, both from a transportation perspective, because they've got these corridors, uh, 64 being one of them. The topographical layout of the area, I know. That was so good. That's God, number you four. fire That's today. number four. I am just, you're it's on the, fire. Hold on a second. Let me tighten the hat. You're on it, it's fire the, it's today. The, it's the hat. It's the hat. It's the hard hat. God. The topographical layout works. That's the reason why Nelson County, even though it's a great county, love it. It's got, you know, the best internet in the world, according to Jesse Rutherford. Um, uh, but you're not going to see development out there. It's, it's topographically not favorable to, to build project you'll see some small stuff green county uh is kind of limited too because you start getting into some of the you know the hilly parts of green county so you're going to start seeing that happening in areas where things are a little bit more uh conducive number five (laughs) (laughs) as the big words can continue the comments are flying in number five Uh, they want me to use more big words right uh we'll keep the hat on for sure and the props You've got another comment, this one from Twitter on the prop. Is my, is my thing there? Do you shoot? Yeah, no, it's holding up okay, well. Good. And it shows, it shows on, on the show. Cool. It looks like you're working for the Real Talk with Keith Smith Construction Company. And your sleeves are rolled up. Should you get a crystal ball out, or are we just trying to go out on a high note here? <laughs> what do you got? What are you busting? Yeah, you just, you just a wallet. You just talk. Let me see how thick that wallet is. Show that. Put that on screen. No, no, no. no. Put that on screen. Hey, do you have what your vaccination all, card in your wallet? What is that, all $100 bills in there? 
Mrs. Smith does not let me have one at all. <laughs> I, do, I do not have my Vax card on my wallet. Do you? Yeah, I do. I carry it. I always carry my vaccination is card. That, how updated is that vaccination card? Oh. It's supposed mm. to be updated? So is uh, that from 20... What year is that from? <laughs> yeah. What year is... What Don't year? ask to look at my driver's no, license, by the way. What year is that vaccination card from? Uh, 22 was my last shot. Tw- what month? Uh, 12, 15, 22. Okay. It's relatively fresh. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm all vaccinated up. I don't know why I carry it with me, but I carry it with me. Yeah, that's fresh. That's I'm tr- legit. I'm trying to find my Class A contractor's license. So you I, carry that in your wallet? I do. I'm supposed to. In your wallet? I'm supposed to. On your person? I'm supposed to. I didn't realize that. Did you realize that, Judah? I didn't realize that. I'm supposed to. I, I, also, carry, I also got my real estate license in my Let me my, see what that looks like. In my wallet. I'd carry that around. That's legit. That's your real estate license That's right there? real estate license. Is that a piece of paper? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they, they do it fancy, huh? <laughs> they got a little piece. Is it laminated? Mm. Oh, my God. Aren't you just a, Oh, you, no. I can't talk new construction. You don't have your real estate, your uh, Class A contractor. I don't know. Let me see. I've got my... Hard Hat Keith does not have his Class I've A contractor on. I got... Wow. What did I do? Okay. Anyway... Smith is diverting again. So the coffee and the meds that I have to shoot myself up every morning in the stomach is making the ADD worse. The, the <laughs> TMI. TMI. Uh, Too much information? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Um, this comment's come in. Um, a lot of folks that are buying with cash are then refinancing into a mortgage refinancing product. Sure. So they use That's it as from- a... They use, they use it as a vehicle to purchase. To win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So a lot of people are using this to get um, the best deal possible and a way to purchase and then are financing with a mortgage. Mm-hmm. So we need to highlight that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the private sector company that, that you were talking about is a tool to help them go ahead and, and do that. That's from Michael Holroyd. He says, I would guess a lot of these folks turn around and get a mortgage anyway after the sale is completed. Yeah, so it's it's used as a tool to help get get purchased so you have less of uh, contingencies in the deal, right? On that end of it. So you don't have a financing contingency and you know it could be used as a tool, right? Make to, the deal go faster. Well you can slide in yeah. home inspection, right? Where you're gonna say, hey you know, look, we're we're gonna do this cash, right? Which means there's no appraisal, right? There's no um, what they call financing contingency in it, right? Here's my proof of funds. I've got the cash. I'm going to go ahead and do this, but I want a home inspection. I want a septic inspection, depending on where it's, where it's at, right? Um, and, you know, whatever, uh, you know, if it's in the HOA, you get that anyway automatically. So actually there's a couple transactions that we're working on that are cash at exactly that's how the negotiations went. And then they're going to use their cash, wait for interest rates to drop down to 5%. And then just refinance and take that cash out, put it back, making six, seven, eight percent or whatever it is um, in another vehicle. It's that's just a, a tool. That's a good uh, sizzle reel right there to offer some more insight right there, Judah Wickhauer. Mark that. That's sizzle reel number two. We already got the first one. Both of them, interestingly, have you wearing a hard hat. Uh, the ambassador of Augusta County, uh, Kevin, says uh, Augusta County is the second largest county in Virginia. Interestingly, I did know I did, that. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, second largest county. What's number one? Do you know number one? Viewers and listeners, what's the largest county in Virginia? Do you, Keith? Uh, so the, the, geographically or with people? 
Largest county in Virginia geographically. I would not know that. Close to 1,000 square miles. I just had to look this up. I did not know this. Pittsylvania County. Pittsylvania? The five largest counties in Virginia by size. Um, no, Pittsylvania County is 1,000 square miles. Wow. That's massive. Um, Almaro County is also quite big. So um, back on the new construction thing um, and to Kevin's point, which I'm sure he's going to bring up. Augusta's two. He's right. Almaro's six. Did you know Almaro County was six? I did not. 720 square miles. Pennsylvania County, 968, number one. Augusta, two, 967. The difference between Augusta and Almaro County is 247 square miles in size. Augusta's massive. Buckingham it, is 12. Yeah, so, but, but the development is going to go around infrastructure, right? Where the water, where the sewer is, where the internet is, where the, where the, where the uh, traffic, uh, transportation infrastructure. But just an interesting thing, um, Augusta County right now has 30 new construction homes on the market for, to purchase, available to buy. And that's a combination of attached and detached. Most of it's detached. Uh, it's about 20 detached, 10 that. But if you turn around and say, look at, say, Greene County, just at what's available yeah. on that, um, Greene has 17, uh, and they are all uh, detached products on that end of it. So, you know, you're starting to see these other counties' inventory, new construction inventory, pick up a little bit. Um, and I think that's where it's, that's where it's going to go. And hopefully, Albemarle County, uh, through the um, tutelage of uh, Regional Housing Partnership, that's number six. That was so good. That was so good. <laughs> number six. I didn't want to distract uh, you by calling. That was number six. That was good. <laughs> I'm keeping a track here. Yeah. On that end of it, I think after after today's show, I'm going to quit for the day, cancel all my appointments. You're a wordsmith. Make, uh, because I don't think it's going to get any better after Professor that. Professor Brad Wilcox from the UVA Sociology Department, welcome to the broadcast. Hey. Love you, Professor Wilcox. Uh, any sociology input would be great. We would love any perspective from Professor Wilcox, who's just a fantastic conversationalist at Sunday um, cookouts and get-togethers. Let me throw this to you from Woody Fincham. Hey, a Woody. fantastic appraiser. He the says, appraiser. We do a lot of refis refi appraisals um, after a cash closing and sometimes before it even closes as well. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, that, that, it, it, it literally, you can do that. It's, a, it's actually a little bit of a, of a hack here. You can do that the way the contract is written, right? I can go in, I can put a cash offer on there, but somewhere between the offer and closing, I can decide to do a financing deal as long as it doesn't impact the closing right so you had to close one way or the other but if in the, in the middle of the process the the buyer can change change that so i can go in and write a contract on your house for cash show my proof of funds win the day get my home inspection because i'm winning the day because i'm doing cash as soon as the contract is ratified you pick up the phone call scott morris and say how much you know, I'm going to put 20% down, how much, yada, 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 and let that track concurrently. That's number seven, by the way. That's seven. 
Dude, this hold is, this hold is hold a record. That, that's this many. It only has taken 400 and how many shows to get to seven? It's the drugs. It's the drugs. <laughs> the Yo, all, all it takes is some drugs, and Keith is on SAT little, words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a little. So for those who may be just kicking in, it's I have to inject myself in the stomach with medicine every day. I think that, you posted that on Facebook, didn't yeah, you? But that's the drugs that I'm on at the moment. Yeah. And mixing that with caffeine apparently is a good thing. There you go. And it creates for great content. What do we love when you watch the program? We're talking uh, real estate, we're talking counties, and we're talking where the market may go. Woody Fincham of Fincham and Associates, um, for reference, 200 square miles is 168,000 acres. So when Augusta County is nearly 1,000 square miles, think about that. If 200 square miles is 168,000 acres, Mm and Augusta County is almost 1,000 square miles, that shows you how large this county is. And that is why, part of why, the new developments happening on that side of the hill, right? Um, It's also, you have a valley. It's called a valley for a reason. It's flat. um, So it's easier to develop. Um, and, and, And not to get too wonky on that, but the reason it's easy to develop on some less terrain uh, it's just a simple thing of sewer right you obviously you want to gravity feed your systems but when you start having to pump it around and stuff like that it gets to be it gets to be a little bit expensive brian hall says keith do you expect any of the commercial buildings to be converted to residential so that's a great question. We had uh, Quinton Beckham on Friday, and I meant to ask him about the commercial market. Um, if Woody is still watching, let's, yes. let's throw this question to Woody if he's got time to respond to it. Um, I think we're going to see two parts of the total real estate ecosystem get into a little bit of trouble here in the future. I think commercial is going to be one of them. I also think multifamily units. I, I really think, I'm talking two, four, six years down the road. Uh-huh. I think we're, I think we're going to, we're starting to get to the point, I think, of overbuilding. I mean, Woody and I were having this discussion of multifamily units. Sunshine Mathon with PHA disagrees with me. I had breakfast with them the other day. Okay. But if you start looking at national numbers, I mean, new, multifamily new construction units were being are being built at a pretty, pretty, um, pretty awesome clip at the moment. I was going to use a go for it, word number eight, but I decided awesome is good. Awesome is good. <laughs> I was you're making a, a good point here. Come on, finish yeah, this. Yeah, 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 you're yeah, making yeah, a good point. Yeah. So I think I think you're going to see that happen. That you're going to see that the multifamily units. X number of years down the road are going to start hitting multifamily the specifically what apartments. Okay. You think apartments are going to slip? I, I, I don't think it is what I'm reading. And you think there's a glut? I, I think... Locally. I don't think we're quite there on locally. That's the reason why it's so far out that I don't way. think we're in a glut of apartments locally. Talk to me about commercial. Why do you see, uh, why do you no, see no, no, softening? No, 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 no. Just to, to put a pin in that, yeah. I'm talking years down the road. Okay. Right? Okay. You know, I, I, but I think at some point that the number of units are going to get dialed back a little bit. As, as we start going for, forward on it. I, I don't know. It just feels like um, commercial might be wavering a little bit in, in, our, in our area. That being said, try to buy a piece of commercial property, it's impossible to buy. 
Right. Um, <laughs> we have a waiting list. Rents, rents are, uh, are climbing. <laughs> right. Up through it. Uh, <laughs> location matters. Location matters. Uh, Wise man told me that. That's right. Micro, mar- mar- micro markets really matter. So I think Find I would... Find me a re- commercial building in downtown Charlottesville that you can buy. I don't think I, I know. That's what I'm any. saying. I don't think I know of any. Yeah. And, and most people who are renting right now, the, I have a couple of clients that want to buy. Um, there's just nothing to buy. Right. I just, and that's the reason buildings I wanted that, that do trade, and the buildings that do trade, and you know this as well as anyone, are trading in conversations. Correct. Yeah, yeah. They, they, <laughs> I mean, they, you, don't even, you have to know yeah. somebody. So, so that's the, the tricky thing about rentals, tracking numbers for rentals and commercial. There's so much off book. Right. Trading that goes on, yeah. buys and sells, is very difficult to do it. <laughs> commercial, there's not one housed MLS. Residential, it does, right? So residential is easy to track on it, but the commercial is very different. You know, it, it, there's, there's CoStar, there's LoopNet, there's all these different uh, products to use to go ahead and do that, and some of them just never hit the market. I think the t- and obviously, I have skin in the game with commercial here, but I think the type of commercial matters That's here. exactly right. Um, I think um, if you if you have a B or C building yeah. and you're trying you have to, to describe what the difference is, if you have a building that's not a super sexy building and you have a building that's not in a super sexy spot, so it's a B or C player because it doesn't have the amenities or it doesn't have the location, and you got some B or C properties around town, I think those, especially the ones that have had deferred maintenance, might be in for some trouble. But I think if you have a good location like the ones around downtown, they're in a good spot. And I think what I'm trying to do with the executive office, where I'm renting individual offices, 150 square feet, furnished, all utilities covered, yeah. lock on the door, Smart waiting idea. room attached. I think that has um, a lot of momentum behind it because I think we're going to head into a world where we may not need an office I think we're there. In a boardroom 24-7, but we're still going to need it to meet with people. It's still, you're 110% right. Uh, Brick and mortar, so retail, right? And and so what I would call class A office space, which is is typical office, you know, Mm -hmm. the traditional go in, have code. The code building is class A office space. That's a good example of class A. So it, so it. It is and it isn't, right? Code A, code, why, how could it not be? Well, the office? S- the office portion of it. Yeah. So some of it I'm is saying. and some yeah. of it isn't. Some yeah. of it is your executive suite scenario. Yeah. Some of it Work. is yeah. I'm renting a whole floor. Right. Some and, of it's retail. Yeah. Coffee shop. So, so you, you're spot on, right? This is the reason why our office is, is in Studio X, right? I, the I don't need a huge facility. I need a facility enough for our agents, and I need conference room space. Yeah. I need a place for a cup of coffee. Right. A little bit of Brazo. You need to print something. You need a, you know, you, you know, you know what's interesting? I, I, I just think there's certain sectors of the commercial that are getting soft that I think will continue to get soft. We do, how many tours do you think? We have 24 of the executive office spaces that we're managing. How many tours do you think we do a month, Judah? Maybe three or four, three, maybe two. I don't know. Who knows what the number is? Half the people that are looking at the executive office space that are considering working from home, half of them say this, if I keep working from home, my significant other and I are going to get divorced. Or, like, I can't continue to work and have, like, my kids running around in the room next to or. It's still not there. It's still not dialed in. And it, and it won't be. So, you know, I was doing work from home when work from home wasn't sexy. 
you know, back in the 80s and 90s because I had my office in my, I converted my garage into my office when we were building houses before we actually got an office. And it is, it is real, it was long before the internet we had, I think a string and two cups of coffee and that's how you talk to people <laughs> and they had these things called fax machines yeah. remember those things yeah. uh, and uh, so you know it, it's hard because you get distracted it's so hard you know little Billy little Jane right. or whatever comes in and, and, and bothers you and you're trying to do this or you're on the phone on it uh, but yeah I, I think the executive things are a genius business move I just think it's certain sectors of commercial and I've been been thinking to speak with uh, Quentin about that or anybody. I really want to get Johnny Pritzloff on um, to talk about lacrosse and and commercial and see how that see how that's going. Um, this is from Jason Howard, who's the king of Rio Road. You talked about a six-year timeline for some developments, Keith. For an example, the housing that has been proposed next to the new Wawa on 29-year Greenbrier. Mm-hmm. If they get approved this month, how long until someone can actually move in? So, great question. Um, depends, so, on, depends on the project. Uh, so specific to each project. It is and it isn't, right? Okay. So, so um, I know a little bit about this project, right? Mm-hmm. So, generally, you know, when you're starting to look at projects that have substantial infrastructure construction, right? So let, let's talk about a real project, right? Colonial Circle, because I know it. I'm, 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 I'm was helping consulting through it. Um, rezoning got completed. It took us a year to roughly a year and a half to go through site plan process. So you've got rezoning, right? So once the project is rezoned, then it goes from the political process to a site plan process, which is a, which is a a staff-driven process, right? There's DEQ, Army Corps of Engineers, VDOT, you know, water and sewer service authorities, so forth and so on, um, through all that stuff. So that whole process takes time to get what's called entitled. So most, right now in Albemarle County, my suspicion that's anywhere between a one, as I'll give me a little bit of a spread here, that's probably a one to two years after it gets rezoned, and then, depending on the size of the project and how it's put together, probably another six to twelve months, assuming they can't phase it in or however the, the construction methodology is going to go. So, conceivably, about three years before somebody can buy a home. There is your third sizzle reel right there, nicely done by Keith Smith. You just Thank you created for that. three very succinct pieces of content. And I didn't have my hat on. For and I didn't put the pressure on you by saying we're going to create a sizzle reel. I hate here. it when you do that. Um, you got it right. And you crush it right there. Woody Fincham is answering your question. Yeah, thank you, Woody. That you posed to him. And he says, multifamily is overdeveloped, chasing high rents, multifamily. He also believes retail is on thin ice. He says, in university towns, almost always need multifamily. So local, the trend is different than national when it comes to multifamily. So he's not as worried about multifamily locally. And, and, and 100% right. I, uh, the national data I'm reading is, you know, the market tends to do that, right? It's the shiny little thing. Let's start building more and more and more and more on it, on the end of it. Uh, but locally, you're, you're 100% right. You know, but think about it. We're going to have 1,500 units come up. Well, we don't know how many because uh, UVA hasn't s- submitted the RHP. It's going to be the... Um, 
Is this Fontaine? Yeah, Fontaine and across from the draftsman, they have not submitted the uh, uh, request for proposals or quotes for the uh, North Fork parcel, which is probably going to have some ownership component in it. So what, got- the land? Yeah, definitely. It's going to have some ownership component in it, not just all rental. So, you know, there's a substantial amount of units. I think Woody's 100% right. I think in this town, it'll always, rentals will always be there. I personally prefer to see more ownership so people can start building uh, generational wealth. It's pretty hard to do that in a rental unit. Yeah, yeah. And some of these other ones, they maintain ownership of the dirt. Correct. Okay. Okay. More comments come in, and guys, and leave them in the feed. I'll relay them live on air. Philip Dow in Scottsville says, Keith, as rent goes up and salaries go down, you will see more multifamily living. A guy that I work with in India, he had 10 family members living in the same condo. And I responded to that by saying, yikes. 10? Yeah. 10 in a condo. Gosh. 10 well, family uh, members living in one it, condo. It, it, well, yeah. Props to them. I mean, that's sacrifice in helping them get ahead. But if I had to do that, Judah, could you live with 10 of your family members in one condo, Judah? I think Judah could live Hell no. So Judah, says, Ju- Hell. Judah, I just texted you something. My, <laughs> so one of the beautiful things about doing this show, no. take a look at the email I sent you guys. My, uh, my daughter from Seattle just texted me a picture of my granddaughter who's smiling, and the text is, Ravenna's listening to Pop Dad and smiling. Oh, tell her hello. <laughs> tell the family hello. Yeah. We can't wait to have and host yeah, yeah, you yeah. on Real Talk. You know what? She's going to be a great real estate agent. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Really excited and about it. And when's the move? Uh, well, I think officially they're going to be here in August, but we're closing it uh, first or second week of June, something like that. Okay. This family is getting closer and tighter geographically, and um, it makes Keith and Yona very, 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 very happy. We love it. Um, here in Central Virginia. You're very fortunate. You're blessed. Oh, beyond, beyond what I can possibly say. Um, this comment's come in. So everything you guys have said on this show further indicates that the, f- the last two quarters of this year, the values will increase like we saw in the beginning of the year. Great. Sad face. Yeah. Um, it, Kelsey, thank you. Yeah, so it, it, it's two, two sad, double sad face. Um, if you're trying to buy, a, you know, I, I can tell you certain jurisdictions will have double-digit year-over-year gains. We're already seeing it in the first quarter uh, or the first four months and 28 days in it. You're also seeing... Pr- units decrease volume of sales decrease which is only going to put more pressure on on the value so to the point that i think we were talking about on monday you know no excuse me it's wednesday scott said the best time to buy a house was yesterday right today's a really good day tomorrow's a good day also on that end of it get into it and get that appreciation building on it you know if you don't have the cash you have the cash that's great um it puts you in a great position we talked about a hack that you can go ahead and get the deal one and then refinance a little further down down the way other than that you have to stay in the game i mean i just i've got my daughter texting me from seattle we took us 13 deals to get there and some of those deals we were competing against were 20 
the most was over 30 offers that we didn't win. And we just stayed at it, stayed at it, stayed at it, stayed at it. And it's interesting. Um, Did you hear that, guys? 13 offers his daughter made. His daughter, son-in-law, and granddaughter yeah, actually made. Actually, my son-in-law did it. On a home yeah. in Richmond. They're moving yeah. from Seattle to Richmond so yeah. he can take a job in Richmond. 13 offers. But they stayed in the game, right? And, and their mentality because... Like, some of those offers had... Twi- some of those houses... Had, one was over 30. Over 30 was over different... 30. Families. One was over 30. Wanted to buy baby, the house. Baby's on screen. I'm sorry? Oh, your granddaughter's on screen. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That, that, she, she, she... They ended up buying the house. This is just, it's just, I, it just shows you... It must be the hat she's smiling so much. They right. ended up buying the house. Keith Smith went to the house in Richmond by Willow Lawn. Yep. Mm-hmm. You look at it. Walked through the house on FaceTime. They're coming. They're coming. They the, put an offer without walking through it themselves. Well, they had a trusted advisor. You, their father. Oh, no, they wanted somebody else. <laughs> no, he was the only one there. who walked through it himself. Yeah. 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 No. Yona was with me. In all, okay. Yona t- was with me. No home inspection. Well, remember we, what we did, right? Yona walked through and did the FaceTime, and I put my hard hat on. Yeah. And, and tore through the house and actually did have my Class A license with me that day. Okay. Um, and walked through the house to make sure. Actually brought a ladder, went up in the attic, and all I'm this just, kind of great stuff. It's amazing. I'm impressed. Yeah. yeah well, I it, mean, you it, got it, you got it done. But the point—that's what my point is. You got it done. And and the point is to it's do what you got to do. I know that she's frustrated, and I get it. Right. The whole the whole ecosystem at this point is frustrating. Right. It's hard to make it make it happen. But stay in the game. It can happen. Right. And the point I was I was about to make. I spoke to both of them yesterday because we got the appraisal back and we're working through the system and I can't get into too many details, but we're going through the process of, of closing. That was Liza. <laughs> Liza, Liza didn't like this train I don't know of if thought. the viewer and listeners can hear that. <laughs> yeah. But I asked them, I said, so we went through 13 homes. Yeah. We saw many other homes. This right. is 13 we put under contract. 13 you put an offer on. Put an offer on. Thank yeah. you. Uh, we saw two or three times that amount right. on it. And I said, so tell me what you think about this. Do you, do you love this house over the other 12? And she says, absolutely. I fell in love. Literally, when we walked through the door, they fell in love with when the house. When they walked through the door. Virtually. Virtually. They fell in love with the house um, and said, we're all in. Let's, let's, let's make this one work. So, so the th- 12 houses, they, was just, they weren't quite 110% in. They were maybe 100% in. And we went that extra 10%. And it, and it made it work. Uh, but the point I'm trying to get at is they are in love with this house. So are you disappointed you lost the other 12? No, I'm glad we lost the other 12 because I love this house. There you go. And it happens that this way. It's from, a weird, uh, weird thing. This is Erin King watching. She is a um, fantastic businesswoman. Um, upper management at Feast mm-hmm. on West Main. I love Feast. Me too. Feast is amazing. Um, she says, Rick and I, Rick's her man, her boyfriend. Rick's the man, too. Fantastic chef. Says, she says, uh, Rick and I are seriously considering moving in with his mom this fall when yeah. our lease ends to save and prepare more to buy something ourselves. Yeah. Respect. 
And it's a smart move, right? So when you take a look at the, uh, if you Google National Association uh, 2022 Generational Report uh, for Buyers and Sellers, you'll find that the multi-generation home, which is what we're talking about right now, this is on the purchase side, right? People actually buying is up to 14% of the total sales nationwide. So that actually makes a lot of sense. That's the multifamily point she's trying to make. And, and, And save a little bit of money. And uh, be able to put put a, a a bigger down payment down on it, which makes it a little bit a little bit stronger. Or well, especially since like if you were to now, she wouldn't have to pay put down last month's rent and security deposit if she was just renewing her lease. But folks that are like signing leases now, I mean, you take like the villas at Southern Ridge, three months, six thousand dollars down up front. By three right. months, first, last, and security, right? You call a three-bedroom, two-bath with a den at the villas, two Gs a month. I security, think I, first months, and last, you're, six you're between, you're between six and eight grand out yeah. of your pocket. Yeah. That's a uh, chunk. Yeah. And, and At one time, you were buying the houses with that kind, that kind of money down. And, and you could still do that. Wow. But it's... Challenging. Well, you might not be... So, so this is why you need a trusted advisor and somebody who really understands the market by by the minute on the end of it. Would you make up? Would I suggest making a play like this out in Buckingham County right now? Not to offend my friends at Buckingham County, but the answer is no. Yeah. Right. Um, but if you get somewhere on the outer edges of of where you're at here, it may not be the perfect location for you. It may not have the perfect features. It may not have the purchase con- perfect um, conditions. But it works, and maybe that's the one that six or eight thousand dollars helps you get in the game. I mean, you, you just put and walk me back if I'm not supposed to talk about this. You just put something on, in Mill Creek under contract. Yep. What was it two bedroom, one bath? Two bedroom, one bath. Yeah. And then it, it, it moved. On, it moved. Yeah, yeah. It moved. M- multiple showings. That's, multiple contracts. I mean, oh. is there is that the entry point for single family detached in Elmore County? No, I think that was just... Is there a step below that? Tell me, no. what, tell me if there's a step below that. There's really not. No. That, that's entry price point, right? Well, I, I think that... that For was, single family detached. Yeah, yeah. I, think that, I think that's few and far between at a 299 mark. What's that mean? Meaning, meaning you're not going to see very much. The number's much higher. I could take a look at what the entry level is for single family detached in, in um, Albemarle County. The reason why we had three full four full days of packed showings i mean it crushed it because there's nothing there to buy at that price price, point at that price point yeah okay okay throw this to you that was a better way of saying it yeah you said it perfectly there yeah like how you said there uh jamie you were thinking scissor wheel and i screwed it up well you cleared it up at the end uh jamie turner is saying how did you get the sellers to wait till close till june with your daughter. So, so in the category of I'd rather be lucky than good any okay. day of the week. Yeah. So um, this is a matter of what trusted advisors do, right? I reached out to the listing agent before we saw it. Let me tell you a little bit about my buyer, right? We don't cross any lines. Yeah. You know, this is it's my daughter. She's yeah. moving from Seattle, yada, yada, yada. Go through. So tell me about your seller. And immediately she says, look. My seller's moving to Italy, and they need a little bit of time. I go, we can give it to you. Yeah. Right? So it was just a matter of of having a conversation. Now, at the end of the day, the price is what made the difference, but the rest of the little pieces that come to that is what got it across the line. 
it was an accelerated escalation clause. We won it from that perspective because I got Woody involved in it. We did a bunch of homework. We figured out what the market was, and we said, okay, we got to go a little bit over. If you want this, guys, we've got to go just a little bit over. But let's give them the rest of that information. So that's how we got it. It just pieced together wonderfully. You are good at your job, my friend. Well, I don't know about that. No, you are. I see it right now, and I'm not... You, this guy is the guy you want by your side when you're going through this, folks. I've been, I've been sitting across him for four years Decades. and change. Four years and change, 90 minutes, three times a week. So we're talking five, six hours a week for Unless four I'm traveling. years. <laughs> He's the guy you want negotiating the deal for you. Um, I take, your daughter's giving you a zing here. How do you take Keith seriously with that hat, with that hat on? I love the hat. I took it off. The viewers and listeners love that. Yeah. It, it's, uh, I wanted to do something fun today, and this popped into my He's head. He's doing a great job at today. 430, at 4.30 this morning. You have a great dad. You have a great dad. You know what? <clears throat> You'll find this out as you, as you move along in life with your two children. When you have awesome kids, being a great dad is easy. You know what? I, it got me thinking about this. Um, we were having a, uh, you know those days, I think any parent can relate to this, where you're having a tough day with your kids. They're just not listening and being rascals. And That's what Yona feels like every day. Nothing, nothing's going right. And then uh, this was like, I think this was Saturday night. And I uh, put my five-year-old to bed. And as I'm closing the door to leave, he goes, Daddy, I love you. There you go. And then man. it was like that one thing for like that whole day. Yeah, and, and, and you thought to yourself at some point, like, oh, my God, what, what, I was a schmuck for feeling crappy the whole day. And then you get that. I know. Schmuck, by the way, is, is a Yiddish word. Shout out to Judah. I know. Me. Shout out to Judah. Judah on that. Judah on that. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's it great. It's all you needed. It's even better when you get to the world. It, look, it, it, that is awesome. Yeah. But when you get to the world of being a grandfather, oh, I grandfather yeah. and, and you get a well, picture. You give them back? Is that what you were going to say? No. I'm just joking. When you get a text from your daughter while you're doing a live show. Who's we out put with, it on screen. I think I, Judah can put it back on screen. On Seattle yeah. with a baby smiling going, great job, Pop Dad. Thank you. Great Your job, Pop Dad. on screen. You know what? Life doesn't get any better than that. And tie it into real estate. Yeah. You're one right? of your favorite topics. Right? Oh. <laughs> now I'm going to screw it up. Thank you. <laughs> I literally I had it. I wasn't sure that's where you wanted I to go. I had it. You knew where I was going. No, not until you said and tie it into real estate. But I'm like... He's going to do that sunlight that was in the and, media. And, and oh, let's see. Didn't your daughter in Seattle help you work that line out? No. Who was it? You and Yona? No. Or was it your daughter in Connecticut? No. Give the line. you got to deliver the line. That was from an interview with Reese Media for my award that I won. Okay. Well, deliver the line. Deliver the line. Okay. So I wake. I'm putting the. I'm putting the hat on. Maybe. Maybe the. The. the let's tighten it up a little bit so the brain cells work a little oh bit better God. on that end of it. The one of the reasons I wake up every morning to do what I do. He's not looking. I get up every day. Are we on a two shot or a one shot? Uh, I'm putting you on a one shot now. Okay, got it. All right. Oh God. Don't look at me. <laughs> One of the reasons I get up every morning to do what I love to do is I get to help people with one of the three requirements that it takes to get around the sun in one year. That is <laughs> food, 
clothing and shelter. I I screwed it up. But Real Talk with Keith Smith. <laughs> Archived online at realtalkwithkeithsmith.com. So, so on, if you were to go to the two shot, Jerry had his head. His, I was trying not to look at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know when you're making this line or trying to deliver this line, which I don't think I've ever seen delivered flawlessly. I never got you. it. I don't delivered. think you have. I know to look down. Do not make eye contact. Yeah, man. It's it's why I wake up every morning. I wake up every morning to help people with one of the three things that are required to go around this sun in one year. Housing is what it is, then just food and shelter. But we get we get to help people do that. That's we, good. That's we get good. we get to help people do that. And that is my why. That's what I get up. Or I could just read Reese Media and it, uh, the, the quotes a little bit better. That was excellently executed right there. Woody, Woody Fitchup says a hard hat for a hard head. I love you, Woody. Um, Judah Wickhauer is the director. Keith Smith is Ooh, the star. That. Not only is Keith the broadcaster, but he helps people buy and sell homes. Who knew? Huh? This is who you want sitting next to you when you're buying or selling a house. And his wife, Yona, is super talented as well. Yes, royalty partners. Or if you're riding a bike and you just want to know what's going on in the, in the housing market. More Call than happy him. to talk about. There you go. Love talking about it. I Love Seville Show in 58 Minutes. For Judah Wickhauer, Keith Smith, my name is Jerry Miller. Thank you kindly for joining us. Take care. And look at that. Stayed on the whole show. That was amazing. I was shocked that it stayed on the whole show. Nicely done today, Keith. I, I, if I, I may or may not have a little bubblegum stuck in it. That was so fun. <laughs> yeah. That's what we wanted to do. Have fun. Oh, gosh.